welcome back to the Two Attached Podcast. This is Ashlyn and Kaylee. We're super excited, as always, to be back with you guys. Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go ahead and go back and listen to that. Um, if not, you're going to be very, very, very confused. Yeah, you definitely need to listen to our first episode for this one to make a little bit more sense, I think. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm going to start us off. We're going to, this episode is all about, um, how the podcast was started. Yes. And if you listen to the first episode, you know, we were not friends. So Mm -hmm. that is weird how it started. Um, it kind of started with me texting (laughs) Ashlyn. Um, Jake and I didn't really share about our journey a whole lot on our, um, personal Instagram pages. So we decided to make a whole Instagram called Finkston Foster um, just to post about the kids and our journey and all of that. So um, we got to a point where Jake was giving his perspective and I was giving my perspective on just how our journey began. Um, and a part of my journey, again, if you listen to the first episode, mm-hmm. had a lot to do um, with Ashlyn Hunter and just um, when they announced that they were going to be fostering. So that day I texted Ashlyn and um, I asked her if she would be okay if I shared um, that in my Instagram post. And I sent, did I send you the? Yeah. I sent her the post. Kind of like, like to proofread yeah, and like, hey, proofread. is this okay? And right. I was sitting at work and I didn't have a ton of time, but I had like read it really quick. And I remember being like shook to the core. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe she's actually like willing to share something um, so vulnerable because it was her talking about like her seeing our post about foster care and then how she got upset and just like all this stuff and kind of a little background on her and I. And when I read that, I was like taken aback. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she is willing to put this for the world to see. Like I thought, so at first I was caught off guard. Um, I didn't have time to respond until like I got off work and I just thought about it for a while and I'm like, okay. I think it's pretty cool that she would be willing to share something like that because then I'm thinking back to, as I mentioned in um, our first episode, of how I had those same feelings when they posted that they were fostering. So I was like, wow, like I wouldn't have put that out there. But then when she did, it kind of opened a door for what has started um, all of this. And so I ended up actually calling her on my way home. Yeah. Well, (laughs) go back. I was like terrified sending this text message to her. So it wasn't super easy to do. And then when she wasn't responding, (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's fine. I think I even said like in the text, I'll totally be fine. Like either way, if you don't want me to share it, I don't have to put it out there. Um, cause I really didn't know how she was going to take it and she took it really well. So yeah, go back. You called me. Obviously very well. Cause here we <laughs> yeah, are. Here we are. Um, so I call her and I think she was caught off guard that I was calling her probably like, For Oh sure. my God, what is she going to say? Yeah. Um, so I just like told her because at that point we had talked about foster care, you know, I had offered to like help with the kids and I was kind of like mentoring her and took her under my wing, like I said, but we had never talked about the past. And actually, which is a until, big part of our, yeah, until yeah. this podcast, like the first episode we recorded, which is not the one that you guys heard, was the first time that we actually talked about it in person. Yeah, we had like sent each other voice memos and mm-hmm. like it through text message and all of that just about what our story, our versions of the story was, but we had never say like said it face to face. 
And I think that that was super emotional for us the first time we ever, like, yeah. said it in person. Yeah, I cried on the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> that we deleted. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, I don't know, I think that was more for her and I. Like, an episode for us, not necessarily for everybody else. I definitely think the one we posted is 10 times better. Yeah, but the first one means a lot, I think. Yeah. I think it was good. It kind of just started off everything mm-hmm. um and so I called her and I told her my side of like how I felt so I was like hey just so you know like you're not alone like don't feel weird for feeling that way or feel bad for feeling that way because I felt the same way I just didn't have the balls <laughs> to, post to say it, it. Yeah. yeah that way that you did and so that is kind of that post really like that message that post like kind of I think got the ball rolling for all of this that opened the door definitely um, so obviously she said, yes, I could post it. So I posted it and even a few people that we knew back in high school kind of commented on it and were like, oh my God, I have chills right now just because they had, they didn't know that Ashlyn and I were in contact. And, mm-hmm. um, I think they were shocked like to see Ashlyn comment on it and that kind of thing. So after that is when I was really like, um, praying about this podcast and just that I felt like I wasn't really praying for the podcast. But in my prayer and devotional time, like, I felt like the Lord was putting that on my heart that I needed to text Ashlyn and just throw it out there. So I did. Like, it was just a random day. And what did I say? I was like, can you pray about it? Think about it? Like, Mm -hmm. let me know your thoughts. But I think that we should do a podcast. And I already wanted to say yes, but I was like, (laughs) okay, let me be (laughs) spiritual, (laughs) mature. And I'm like... Yeah, I love that idea. Let me pray about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, talk to Hunter, pray about it. I'm thinking she's going to take like a week because that's like a big thing. Now it makes more sense. Now that we talked about everything, it makes more sense why she answered so fast. Like it had already kind of been on her heart before Mm -hmm. I ever texted her. Yeah, so pre-ever them fostering any of this happening, it had kind of been something that I had thought about because I listened to um, a popular foster mom podcast and follow that foster mom on Instagram and all of those things and I just noticed the need and like the the gap that there was like I just feel like our situation is very similar and but also different than the foster families out there because a lot of foster families are um older yeah and there's a great like she said there's a great um foster care podcast and you'll hear us talk about how we thought there was a need for it her podcast is a totally different um style than ours the the few that are out there Mm -hmm. you know one's an interview setting where she you know interviews other foster parents and then one is really informational which is all great information we just kind of wanted to be um maybe more vulnerable in our personal lives I think yeah um to relate more to you guys and then obviously we're different just because we're younger so that is also up there. Yeah, so it was kind of on my heart, and I had not told anyone except my husband. Like, I really want to do this, but, like, months go by, and life gets in the way, and it just didn't happen. And then she comes to me with this, and I'm like, whoa, I can't believe that mm-hmm. she has this idea that had been, like, deep in my heart. And I'm like, this has to be, like, a God thing, right, Lord? Like, how would, of all the people to come to me about a podcast, and this had been, like, I don't know. I feel like it had started at um, our women's conference at church a year ago. And at the time, I didn't realize it, you know, up until recently. But during that conference, I really felt like the Lord was like saying, like, 
that I was going to do like big things through foster care, like in the foster care community and bringing light to foster care and that he was going to use me to do that. And I didn't know what that meant, but I had, um, told my friend Kimber and I actually messaged her the other day and said, like, do you remember when I told you the day after echo conference that I felt like God was going to do this, this and this and all these things. And she's like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like, can't even believe it. I have chills because back, like I didn't know what that meant. Right. And God showed us. <laughs> yeah. And then now we're here. Yeah. So, um, after that happened, she texted me, you know, a few days later and was like, yes, I would love to do it. And so basically it was like, okay, one, we know nothing about podcasting. <laughs> Two, we really haven't hung out together. Yeah. Three, what the heck are we going to share? We still didn't super have like a vision. I just think that we knew that the word needed to be out there and we wanted um, younger families to know that they could do it too. So we met for the first time um, at Cobb and Penn, which is like a local Lakeland place if you're not from Lakeland. It's a cute like antique house. And so we sat in this um, back room on this pink couch and literally just hung out and talked. Um, I think all of our um, visions and mission aligned perfectly. Yeah. And we, like, I was planning on, we met at, I think, like, five. Mm-hmm. And I was planning on being there from, like, five to seven. seven and yeah, we were there until, like, ten o'clock. Yeah. Just talking. And this was the first time her and I had met up and talked. And we were both, like, and it was, like, we could have stayed longer. We, like, both of our husbands yeah. are blowing up our phones because like, they knew it was the okay? first time. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys alive? So, like, it just, like, completely flowed um, from day one, really, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have somebody whose goals and, um, you know, dreams line up with yours, that's pretty rare, I think, um, especially in the foster care world. And we say that, I think we kind of mean, um, we want to stand with, um, foster families and children really is our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to see less children in the system. Uh, and we want to be the community that other foster families need. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now and you're like a lone ranger, lone wolf, um, however you want to put it, you need community. Like, even if you're not a foster parent, whoever you are, you have to have community. You cannot get through life without community. I think the older you get, the more you realize that. Absolutely. And, and by community, I think that you need community, um, with what you're going through at the time, you Mm know, um, it's great. Like we, we both have good individual community, like her, you know, family support, my family support is great. But having each other through this foster care journey and then our other um, foster mom friends, that is really, I think, what's gotten us through this. Yeah. And I'm like a firm believer and you have um, different people in your life in different seasons. I think some of those people are for every season. Um, You know, I don't think just because like maybe you can't relate to something at the time that you guys can't still be friends. Like I think some people are just like your friends through every single season, Mm -hmm. but there are certain seasons when you might need a couple extra people to like help you get back up on your feet. And yeah, absolutely. I I mean, I don't know what I would have done without, um, Destin, which was the foster mom who had, um, which this is next week or not next week, the week after you'll hear mine and my husband's story. But our first placement went back home pretty quickly. But the foster mom who had his one of his siblings, um, which is honestly awesome because her and I became really good friends through us having this sibling group. And 
if it wouldn't have been for her and like Beth, yeah, like I was heartbroken mm-hmm. when that child went back home. Um, and it was only after a week, but it was unexpected. But like, I remember for the first couple days of just feeling like I don't even want to tell anybody. Like, everybody who's been following along on this Instagram like journey of us getting licensed and us finally getting a placement, and then like poof, they're gone. And I was almost like embarrassed to tell people because I didn't want people to be like, okay, so right, what people just world? don't understand. Yeah, but like I think in our world now, like that's totally normal. Yeah, and so really, they were the only people who like did understand, and mm-hmm. then she was also in the same boat because she had the sibling, the sibling, and so it was totally like left field for both of us. Mm-hmm. So having her, and I met her like a week prior, and then her and I still meet up. I just met with her a couple weeks ago to have lunch, but um, you have to have that community. Yeah, I think that an example that I give people all the time is that um. You know, I'll tell my mom a story or my sister, my best friend, and they're, like, appalled by the things that I tell them. And then I tell Ashlyn, and she's just like, yep, another day. Like, we just, like, exchange, <laughs> like, crazy stories. It just happens. And so just her understanding, you know, um, the court talk and understanding the bio mom and the, just the emotions that uh, I'm going through has helped a ton. I have, you know, my group people up front that help me get started and, uh, you know, my aunt Sandy, she's my best friend's aunt. She is amazing. Ashlyn, you know, reached out, and then Beth Ann is mine and Ashlyn's um, mentor through our agency, and she is incredible. She answers every stupid question, makes you feel so encouraged. But truly, I mean, it's community is yeah key, and even not in foster care. Like I think about every aspect of my life, I feel like I have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Like when me and Hunter were getting married our mentors were Darren and Deborah. They still are our mentors. And like, um, at work I have mentors. I mean, every single area of life. Like, I think you should have somebody that you can talk to, that you can look up to, that they pour a life into you and they tell you the truth. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Not just what you want to hear, but the truth. Um, so I think that's super important. But anyways, I think we got off on a soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm not going to lie, we cannot remember for the life of us what we were talking about like five minutes ago. But anywho, we meet up, everything aligns. It was just like a God thing. Like there's no other way to put it. If you're not spiritual, then you can just think I'm crazy. But it was totally okay. If you're not spiritual, the vibes were there. (laughs) Yeah, it was such good vibes. Um, All the feels. And I'm like, okay, so we have to do this. But then it was like, okay, now what do we tell people? Um, obviously all kinds of fears, um, jumped in. I think that telling our closest friends and family was going to be the hardest. Like we were kind of scared to tell our, even our parents, you know, mm-hmm. um, our in-laws, like everybody knows our background, our story. And then also like a fear that came in for me was we're so young and new to this still. We're both under a year. Ashlyn's further along than I am. People are going to be like, do they think that they're experts or, you know, <laughs> and we're not, and we're not at all. And we know that. And Honestly, I think that this is going to be, like, people growing with us. We can, like, share as we're learning new things. Like, we totally might be doing this all wrong, and we may figure that out one day. But that wasn't the point. The point of this is to um, reach other families and yeah. to be a community for other people. And it there's doesn't... so much I still don't know. Like, right. that is completely honest. Even court talk. Like, some stuff, I'm like, what does that mean? Everything's an I'm abbreviation. I'm looking stuff up all the time. And yep. I'm like, I have no idea what this abbreviation means. Yeah. 
For sure. So we're still learning as we go, but we had to set all those fears aside and just say, we're going to swallow our pride. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. We know God has called us to this. It is clear as day that this is what we're supposed to be doing right now in this season of life. Um, so we're doing it. And that is so, we were talking about this, um, before we started recording, but it is so nerve wracking. Like Kaylee said it. And I think it's so true. Like it's almost even more like embarrassing or more uncomfortable to share with people we know versus people we don't know. Right. Um, that's awkward. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just the things we're talking about. So it does make it a little bit (laughs) uncomfortable. Um, and then like knowing that people that we could be like shopping at Publix with listen to our podcast is weird. Yeah. It's actually been funny. I was telling Kaylee, um, I was at Publix and I was getting a prescription and this girl was like, well, hey, girl, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. She's like, hey, um, aren't you starting a podcast with Kaylee or whatever? I'm like, yeah. And Ashley was like, I was looking busted. I was so bad. I wanted to be like, nope. <laughs> Not me, wrong girl. <laughs> Same name, but wrong girl. So it's just, it's, that's probably like the hardest thing. Or even going through the line at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, Brooke. Yes. She was like, I just wanted to tell you guys or tell you that I'm just, I love following your story and just like start telling me all this stuff in the Chick-fil-A line and I know I get my little ones in the back seat and she's like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but it's so cool. It's cool. So if you see us, yes, you can talk to us. If I'm looking busted, I might try to avoid you, but (laughs) (laughs) it's fine. Um, so I think those are our biggest fears. I know like for Jake and I, like we had people, say some like kind of harsh things when we started our Instagram page that we were just doing it for attention and um this and that that if we really were um cared about foster care we wouldn't have to brag about it and y'all that is not it Mm -hmm. at all like I can't even explain to you how not it that is I was telling Ashton like you know we didn't share our journey up front on Instagram and it was like hurting me that I was not telling other people about foster care And through something that I'm already doing. So that's the thing. Like, I'm already posting on Instagram. I'm already, you know, posting stories and on Facebook. Why would I not be spreading, like, the word and awareness of foster care and advocating for these kids? And it almost becomes, like, to where you can't not talk about it. I mean, if you have ever had a conversation with me in person, I'd probably bring up foster care in about three seconds. Like, I just, like, have such a burning passion for saving these children and bringing them adequate homes that I can't not talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people can kind of see that through us that we're not doing this for fun or, I mean, it is fun. I love doing this with you, (laughs) but we're not doing it for our own like pleasure and enjoyment and trying to like get famous or anything. We are doing this because we love these kids and have such a passion that we like can't keep it to ourselves. Yeah. I almost feel like it would be weird. Um, if we didn't talk about it and like, we just showed up places and have a random kid and people are like, where did this kid come from? That would be even more weird. Like, I don't know how, if you're a foster parent and you're listening to this or if you know foster families, but like when you see Kaylee and Jake and me and Hunter, our little ones are like a part of our family. Mm -hmm. There is no difference of that they're not like, even though they don't look anything like us, like obviously people can tell probably Mm -hmm. that they're not ours. Right. Um, 
Or they definitely think that Hunter is not the baby daddy of our little girl. It's probably um, the option they're going with. They're yeah. in Polk County. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, he's, that's not her dad. <laughs> um, like, we treat them just like we would treat our own children. We don't have our own children yet, but I physically couldn't, like, love like, her more. I can't imagine loving the twins any more than I do. Like, it's just unreal. I truly feel like, and that, you know, is probably one of the reasons we're called foster care because we're able to love other kids like our own, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but even our families, like, they fit right in with our families. Yep. So I feel like it would be weird if we, like, didn't post pictures of them and mm-hmm. didn't include them in our family stuff. Like, that is the point of, back in the day, I think there was, like, this thing around foster care where they weren't really included in, like, family vacations and included in things, but, like, now... I think most of the country, I know definitely Florida, yeah. like they want your foster children to be included. Yeah. To be included, to be in your family, to go on family vacations, you know, to be able to play sports and do things with and your stay other the night children. with friends even. And... Yeah. And have cell phones and cars and, but just to feel like a normal kid. And so I want every child in our home from now until we close our home one day, which seems crazy to even say, but I'm sure one day we or will never. close our home, <laughs> um, to feel a part of our family, even if it's just for a month, a week, or whatever. They are a part of our family forever. Yeah, absolutely. We feel the same way. Um, we have those conversations up front that these kids are going to be our kids. They will be treated exactly like our kids, um, even when we do have biological kids, if we do one day. So... So that is our podcast goal. That is our podcast vision of, which was also awesome when we're sitting there talking of being like, okay, how can we get more young, awesome families to open up their hearts and their homes to these kids in foster care? Um, And I just think that that's something we're super passionate about. That's what um, we want to do. If you have any questions for us, let us know. Um, in the next couple weeks, we'll be sharing episodes. Um, me and my husband are going to share our story and how we actually started fostering. This is a question we get asked a ton. I know Katie mm-hmm. and Jake yep. get asked as well. They're going to be sharing. Um, we have already recorded those episodes and just buckle up because they are <laughs> freaking awesome. And also, I think mine's first. Yes. So grab tissues because I cry the whole time. <laughs> so if you cry when you hear other people cry, don't listen to yeah, it before you're going to work. I'm just going <laughs> to warn you. Yeah, I mean, this whole process is super emotional, so you'll probably hear us cry a lot. Yeah, we're doing pretty good so far. Yeah. Okay, so we just kind of want to wrap up this episode with sharing um, what our mission statement is. I know we kind of talked about what our goals and, you know, our mission, our head is, but we actually have a written out mission statement, and it states, um, walking hand in hand with children of the system and their foster families. And really, it's just that. I mean, if you've seen our logo, it's um, hand in hand, you know, the two of us with our families, uh, with our community, um, we want to be there for you. Um, we're hoping through this, we can bring more adequate foster homes into, um, Polk Highlands and Hardy County, really anywhere, but you know, the world, yeah, to the world (laughs) dream big. Yes. So if you have any questions about fostering at all message our Instagram, you can message our personal Instagram wherever um just let us know and if you have any ideas of stuff you guys want to hear about um if there's anything you want to know more in depth about you can message us just let us know and um yeah buckle up for the next couple weeks because like I said these are probably like my favorite ones so far yeah I think so too it's gonna be so cool for you guys to hear from our husbands for sure I'm so excited for you to hear them
Yeah. So we will um, see you next week or we'll not see you, but you know what I mean. You'll hear us next week. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye. (laughs) 